From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of September 21st, 2011. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Walter Eccles, Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. Max the Intern, back in the peanut gallery. In this week's show, we'll tell you about our recent Adventures by Disney trip to London, Paris, and Disneyland Paris. Corey and Julie will tell us about their recent trip to Disney's newest resort, resort, Olani. Plus, we'll discuss this year's Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of The Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. Um, Apologize that there was no show last week, but uh, uh, we arrived back from Europe with plenty of drama uh, those of you who are friends with uh, Walter and I on Facebook know that uh, we had a pretty serious issue with our dog, Max, uh, last week. He had gone in for surgery last Monday to have his gallbladder taken out and a mass removed from his liver. There were complications after that surgery, and uh, we were told on Thursday that the likelihood he would leave the hospital was very slim. Um Fortunately, the vets at Affiliated Veterinary Services in Maitland are apparently miracle workers because if you could have seen Max last Thursday and where he is today, we're recording this on Wednesday the 21st, um, it's like a completely different dog. They, I mean, they, really, they literally saved his life. They've also, I mean, I could have bought a car for what this has cost me, but I get my dog back, so you know what? I'm okay with it. Um, and, uh, you know, so he actually, uh, uh, you know, I, we, we go to pick him up uh, after we're done recording. So Definitely want to thank everyone for their uh, prayers and well wishes for the dog. Oh, yeah, that was amazing. The amount of, the, the outpouring of, uh, of, uh, of support and good thoughts on Facebook were amazing. Yeah, I think that helped a lot because every day he just got better and better. We're just a week ahead of you with a very similar story. And I'd like to say the same thank you. I'd also like to send my thank yous out to Heather and Scott. You know who you are and you know what you did. Thank you. We're going to rename our dog Pool because all the money I'm saving to put a pool in the backyard has gone to fix this dog. Well, I'm, then I, I'm going to have to rename Max Wedding. This is what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just going to be in the backyard Because now. the money that was... Hot uh, dogs and Budweiser. Yeah, the money that was going to be spent on our wedding uh, just went to the dog. Um and so I'm actively trying to figure out how I'm going to make this work in December because uh, I don't think there's any way we can afford to do uh, Portofino at this point. But, but you got Max. I, know, I got Max. And you know what? That's like a, all I care about. appropriate trade. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all good. I am all good. Believe me, I am not complaining. I do have career advice for people, though. Become a vet. <laughs> Become a good vet. Become a vet near John and Kevin and Pete and Walter because <laughs> apparently yeah. we're willing to spend the money. Well, you know, I'm the, the what ha, you know, I, I, all, all things happen for a reason. I think a lot of people remember last year when I eviscerated the last vet I had, the derelicts at Underhill Animal Hospital. Which, if you do a Google search on Underhill Animal Hospital, my post on the board like usually comes up in like the top three. 
avoid Underhill Animal Hospital like the plague. But as a result of that, I found East Orlando Animal Hospital, which is right down the road from them. And East Orlando Animal Hospital is the reason this dog is alive. Um, my doctor there, Dr. Kimball, um, this woman's am- amazing. I mean, she is so in tune with him, so absolutely in tune with him, understands every nuance of this dog's condition, of what he, ha- what he needs, and I trust her implicitly, and she was the one that has guided me, guided my decisions all through this. And she is the reason, ultimately, that he is alive. So I owe her this amazing debt of gratitude, and I have to make sure that I post something that gets into the search engines for East Orlando Animal Hospital now, um, and for AVS, because, like I said, they were just... It was just amazing. But, no, we really thought we really thought it was all over. Well, it was nice because the technicians and doctors from East Orlando Animal Hospital were calling to check on Max on their days off to see how he was doing. Yeah, Aww. on their days off, they were calling, like, well, what have you heard? What have you heard? Calling her, Dr. Kimball. <clears throat> AVS in uh, Maitland is also the place that kept Bob and Diana's dog alive. She still goes back for treatments every six months. They're amazing. Well, I mean, the level of care my dog is getting, Max is getting, is what people get. I mean, we're talking about, you know, constantly hooked up to the EKG, constantly hooked up to all these, the IVs and the monitoring equipment, which is all out of him now. But, you know, for the three, three days after surgery, I mean, he had a urinary catheter in, he had, he had a, a, an IV in his jugular, he had an IV in one of his paws. Um, I mean, there was just wires coming out of him like crazy. And, you know, it was okay because he couldn't move. He couldn't get up. Um, but then slowly, slowly, day by day, little bits, little bits. And then yesterday when we saw him, he was just, he was his old self. The tail Aww. was wagging. Aww. He Give was giving kisses. kisses. You could tell that, you know, he had really turned the corner. And we were supposed to get him this morning, but there's a couple of things they're wanting to check. And, you know, they're really being very meticulous before they release him. Um, and uh, I can't thank them enough. So if you happen to live in central Florida... And you're looking for a good vet. I'm telling you, East Orlando Animal Hospital is your place. If you're looking for good surgeons, uh, affiliated veterinary services in Maitland is is your best bet. So I realize that applies to about 11 people listening to the show. But, um, you know, I wanted to get that out there and thank everybody for their for their good thoughts. So uh, let's move on to housekeeping. Do we have anything for housekeeping? I have some things. Go ahead. Is it mine or really just some uh, cleanup stuff about upcoming events we're having associated with the podcast? Podcast Cruise 3.0 and 4.0. We are officially out of any reduced pricing. Well, 3.0 is completely booked. We're not taking any new reservations for that. But 4.0 is any new bookings are going to be at the current rate. So if you want to book on 4.0, you got to do it now. The price is just going to keep going up and up and up. Uh, it's on the fantasy. It's in December of 2011 and 12. 12. Sorry, yikes! And um, this ship is selling out like crazy, and space is going nuts, and the price is going up. So, if you're interested in all on Podcast Cruise 4.0, please, please, please contact us. You can write to Tracy. It's T R A C E Y at Dreams on the. T-R-A-C-E-Y-H. How long has it been since we've done a show? I can't think of anything. No, she's... I'm pretty sure she's just Trace. No, no, no. No, she's Tracy H. Is she? Yeah. Okay. All right. I've sent emails to Tracy at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com that I guess... There's a reason she's not answering you. Exactly. It's T-R-A-C-E-Y-H 
at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Um, also, I want to mention Dizapalooza 2011, our Harry Potter party, is on track. Uh, in the next few weeks, we're going to send out emails for those folks who wanted transportation from the Walt Disney World area and Walt Disney World resorts to the event. So keep an eye out for those as we work on the details of that. And then for 2011, we are working on several adventures by Disney trips. We 2012. What is wrong with me? I don't know. I don't Man. know. I have a list in my iPad. Do you want to hear it? Of all things that are wrong with me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have several adventures by Disney trips planned for 2012. We do not have contracts signed yet. But we can tell you that October 8th, 2012 is the next Disneyland or the uh, London Paris, Disneyland Paris trip. Trust me, uh, especially after you hear our review, uh, this is something you're going to want to do. Um, and every person that we talked to on this past trip came up to us individually and told us that it was worth every penny. And it really was. If you want a singular experience, a singular Disney experience like, oh, my God, there's no other way to see Disneyland Paris than this way. And this is a Dis exclusive trip. We're the only ones doing this trip. So if you want to do it, you've got to do it with us. We We're the all, only game in town. We are. There's definitely going to be at least one backstage magic next year. Oh, yeah, Backstage Magic, yeah. We have not heard. We don't have a specific date planned yet, but we're definitely going to be doing a Backstage Magic. If you want to be on the wait list for any of these trips, make sure you send an email to Kevin. That's Kevin at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. Not Kevin H. No H. <laughs> Kevin H. Get the H out of there. And H stands for Helen. We will make sure that... That's his middle name, Kevin you, Helen you, Close. He will make sure that he gets in touch with you when we have some details on those and we have the contract signed. But we're getting a lot of questions from folks. You know, it's we're at the end of the year and we're waiting for next year's stuff to come out and people are a little bit anxious. So once we have that, we'll make sure we... Uh, we'll have it together in the next couple of weeks, I promise. Good. All That's right. It. Anything else for housekeeping? I do. Um, first, like to wish my daughter, Katie, a happy birthday. Yay. Happy Yay. birthday, Katie. And would like to thank everybody that sent the well wishes and congratulations for the birth of my new grandson. That's right. Congratulations. Yes, Grandma. Adorable, but don't all grandmothers say that. I mean, he is. He is just. He looks like a little cutie. Yeah, he is. That's the most wide awake baby I think I've ever seen that he was staring at us with his blue eyes while we were down at the hospital. And finally, there's a lot of Give Kids the World events going on in the next several weeks. So check the um, board on the Diz Unplugged board on the Diz. And if you can make these events, please try to support them. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Unfortunately, I will not be able to attend the Dallas meet. Um, There's no way right now that I can leave Max alone. And not that Max, the intern, doesn't take great care of him when I'm not here uh, with these medical issues going on, I really need to be here in case something goes wrong. There is one coming up October 3rd at Animal Kingdom Lodge Villas. Mm-hmm. So, here in town. So, all right. That's all I have. Is that it for housekeeping? I have one more. Okay. Dreams Unlimited Travel is offering an early booking discount for folks who book by September 30th of this year for their adventure by Disney. This is not something being offered by Adventures by Disney. It's only being offered by Dreams Unlimited Travel. And that expires very soon. So, And just for those who don't know all this mentioning of Dreams Unlimited Travel, John and I are part owners in Dreams Unlimited Travel. So we want to make sure that we are upfront about our business relationship there. But uh, 
Other than that, anything else? Going once, going twice. Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. Big news all over the internet. Avatar coming to Disney parks. A absolute masterstroke. An absolute masterstroke. The Walt Disney Company plans to build a multi-attraction land based on the Avatar movie. Construction will begin in 2013 and will cost the theme park giant approximately $500 million by build-out. The deal, announced in a press conference at Walt Disney Imagineering on Tuesday, September 20th, by Disney executives Bob Iger and Tom Staggs, gives Disney exclusive theme park rights to use elements from the 2009 blockbuster film and from sequels due out in 2014 and 2015. (coughs) Disney said it plans to build multi-attraction lands based on the film's fictional world of Pandora, including themed shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Cameron and his production partner John Landau and their team at Lightstorm Entertainment will serve as creative consultants and will work side-by-side with Disney Imagineers to create experiences that will take guests deep into the world of Avatar. Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park is the planned site of the first Avatar-themed land with construction to begin in 2013. Disney says Animal Kingdom is a great fit for the project because it was created to give guests the opportunity to experience the worlds of animals and nature, real and mythical, in new ways. Future locations for additional Avatar-themed lands will be determined, but international theme parks are more most likely. Well, let me... Just say that, uh, you know, people asked when Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter opened, if the Fantasyland expansion at the Magic Kingdom was Disney's answer. And I had said, no, it wasn't. It couldn't be. Just not big enough. This is Disney's answer. Because uh, Universal was uh, doing their in-park surveys not too long ago, last year, asking about what other film properties would you like to see come to Universal Orlando? Among them was Twilight and Avatar. And Lord of the Rings. And Lord of the Rings. So they, um, Disney got it this time. I think Disney regrets not being more aggressive in getting Harry Potter. They weren't going to make that mistake again. And uh, stay tuned because you're going to see how a new... I may be shooting myself on the foot here, but you're going to see how uh, adding a new land to an existing theme park should be done and how it should be opened and how it should be managed. Because I'll guarantee you, Disney won't screw up the way Universal did. They will not screw up the way Universal did. And on some, in some ways, the way Universal continues to screw up. And I'll bet, I'll bet dollars to donuts that had to be part of James Cameron's decision. To bring it to Disney and not Universal. Disney has a huge advantage here. I, I don't understand the tie-in to Animal Kingdom. Oh, I However, do. there is a huge amount of land there. So you're not, you're not confined to one little part of the park like Universal Have was. you seen the movie? Yeah, I've seen okay, several so, times. So the movie, I mean, the movie has very strong, very not subtle undertones about conservation and you know, uh, you know, being connected to the land and the earth and all that other stuff. And that absolutely fits in with Animal Kingdom's, uh, Animal Kingdom's whole conservation message and everything. You know, it's all that tree hugging hippie stuff. And so I, I get that. I just I feel like it's more of a movie property. It'd be more suited for uh, Disney Studios because it's a fantasy movie. I mean, there's no, you know, they can't pretend that they're going to build 
you know, something real. Based well, originally, on Animal movie. Kingdom was going to have a beastly kingdom. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be the fanciful. Right. That was right. where the unicorns and the dragons were going to live. Oh, really? Mm. Well, it's nice, though, that they're doing it because, I mean, I think of Animal Kingdom as a half day park. So if they add this. Animal Kingdom's getting it stupid. From a from a uh, yeah. space standpoint, from a what that part what the park needs standpoint, I think it's the right yeah. move. I got to tell you, in my opinion, this is a master stroke. I'm gonna this have is to go a watch the movie. Absolute yeah, master stroke of brilliance. And you're going to be ambivalent as soon as you do. No, <laughs> oh, no, I, I love the movie. movie too. I thought the movie was tremendous. Well, I like. I'm just hoping or trusting. I said, you know, I was underwhelmed when I heard this. But I'm trusting that Disney and the Imagineers are going to knock it out of the. Oh, park. I think they're going to do, Go, do fantastic. You stuff. really can't. You can't judge this announcement unless you have seen the movie. Okay. There are parts um, of this movie that are made for theme park rides. Oh yeah. Okay. There are parts of this movie and you look at it and you go, "There's a theme park ride right there." You know, right. and really? I think that's what James Cameron learned from Titanic. You know, there's really no way to turn that that one into a theme park ride. <laughs> yeah, that didn't um, end well. No. <laughs> so. How is? Oh, uh, maybe I could push her off the door. That would be a great ride. Right. Really. How is the um, entrance to Animal Kingdom going to handle this though? It's such a small. You know, for a lot of more people. With five hundred million dollars, I'm sure that's the yeah. least yeah. of their worst. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm in the wait and see mode. I, I was ambivalent about the movie. I'm really excited because they're gonna use that technology that they use in Epcot already where the sidewalk lights up. I think that's great. Another use for that. They can make all those little sidewalks light up in Avatar Land. I was ambivalent about the <laughs> Avatar movie. Avatar Land. No, I'm not at all. I think I think this I, th- I I I think this is uh, I think this is huge. Also, considering the timing of it, that um, Disney's not coming into this at the very end right. of the Avatar storyline, like Potter. And I'm going to tell you now: if the next two Avatar films pull anything close to the kind of box office the last one did, we're not going to stop at two at two more. They're going to they're going to make more of them as long as they keep making money and they people keep going to see them they're going to keep making them now let's throw this out they're making two and three at the same time correct almost always a disaster almost always a recipe for failure well they did the same, they did the same thing with pirates but they did the same thing with lord of the rings now see i didn't care for the see i thought lord of the rings was amazing yeah. i mean lord of the rings was absolutely amazing but we are now officially in the era of you know Massive movie property acquisitions for theme parks. We're not talking about an ET ride anymore. We're not talking about you know uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Even we're talking about you know Harry Potter, seven billion dollars in worldwide box office sales. Avatar, the the, the, the biggest, the number one top grossing film of all time. Um, what was it? One point two, one point three billion. Hmm. Um, that movie made worldwide in the box office. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. They have to do it right. If they do it right, it's they're knocking it out of the park. If they don't do it right, then it's you know going to come back and bite them. Exactly for sure. Exactly. So good to hear. Good to hear. I'm 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 real excited about it. I really am. I think this is going to be huge for Animal Kingdom. I think it's going to be huge for Disney World. Even if something happened that this movie wasn't. The sequels aren't huge. They can still make Class A attractions that would outlive 
the 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 franchise, and they will. I mean, Song of the South right. is you know th- our Splash Mountain yeah. is based on Song of the South, and that you know hasn't really been relevant in about fifty years. And right. you're also talking about the creative genius of James Cameron matched. With Walt Disney Imagineering, as long as they don't cheap out and give us Avatar Spin or something if like that. Exactly. <laughs> well, Avatar Cups, Pandora I, Spin. I, we all get to ride the big lizard bird. I would find it hard to believe that with an attra- with with, a, with, a, with an intellectual property this important that they would do that. Um, and if they're throwing, you, you got to remember that they opened. Animal, they're talking about spending more $500 million on this. That is more than half of what they spent building Animal Kingdom. So, you know, and when you consider that The Wizarding World of Harry Potter was $200 million, they're talking about two and a half times that here. So I, you know, we're talking about James Cameron. We're talking about John Lasseter. Um, if there are two people I think we could trust to put together something mind-blowing for this. That's what, when I say I'm ambivalent, I think I'm in that wait-and-see mode. Impress me. And I hope that's what I get. I hope, that's, I hope people come out of this with, this is mind-blowing. This is like something we've never seen before. I want to see them bitch-slap Universal up and yeah. down the street, yeah. personally. That's what I want to say. Oh, Universal is getting very cocky with Harry Potter. Oh, they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. They're ridiculous, and it's going. And you know what? And they just—they're—they're they're so stupid because, you know, what's going to happen is the bottom is eventually going to fall out of that. It's not going to be a cash cow forever, and they've got nothing else to follow it. Although up they with. say she's now writing another book, but they just said there was a whole big teaser last night on television yeah. that Universal was going to make some huge announcement last night, and I can't find anything about it. I wonder if they messed up. I wonder if they actually met Disney. I don't know. It was all across the crawl last yeah. night, and we watched a lot of television last night. I don't it know. Was, I, and we can't find anything about it. So I don't know if anybody else heard about it, but if you watched Glee, it was all over the bottom of Glee last night. Yeah. So, all right. All right. Next story. Next news story. Got something for me to rant on? I do. Speaking of the uh, Avatar Pandora spin, Walt Disney World fine following death of Animal Kingdom mechanic. As reported by Jason Garcia in the Orlando Sentinel, federal investigators have cited Walt Disney World with four safety violations and proposed $69,000 in fines following a probe into the death of a resort mechanic who was killed while working on a roller coaster in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Russell Roscoe, 52, attractions mechanic, died March 14th, one day after he was struck by a ride vehicle while performing maintenance on Primeval World a wild mouse-style coaster in which spinning four-person ride vehicles descend through a series of lights and turns. Roscoe and other workers were, quote-unquote, wet testing the ride, in which some employees spray water from the top of the lift platform while others inspect systems such as brakes when the accident occurred. Investigators with OSHA said Disney failed to maintain key gate sensors that are designed to alert workers to press an emergency stop switch whenever a gate is open to an area which an employee could be struck by the coaster. The agency recommended Disney put the sensors on a preventative maintenance system. During the investigation, the agency said it also discovered Disney did not use fail protection when employees were kneeling on the roller coaster tracks to conduct pressure checks, exposing them to, to falls from as high as 19 feet. 
They also found stairway handrails that extended too far and created protection hazards. They found that Disney had not installed handrails at the top of the lift platform nearly 40 feet off the ground. Uh, and basically, the rest of the story goes on to say that Disney is not happy about it and blah, 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 blah. Well, you know what? This is what happens when you buy attractions off the shelf. Okay? You know, when Imagineers are building attractions from the ground up, they're building it with safety in mind. When you're buying this crap off the shelf, like virtually everything in that part of Animal Kingdom, um, this is this is some, this is what you're buying. Shame on them for letting the safety uh, issues exist to begin. With. I was kind of hoping they were going to bulldoze that and put Avatar Land in there. Really? <laughs> now it's not part of this. It was part of the story, and I didn't include it. But um, Disney's saying that yes, they bought this ride off the shelf, but they're saying they made so many improvements and changes to it that they now consider it a unique ride. Okay, well then, shame on them. Right. Why, why would they want to claim that? Yep. Why would they want to claim that? You know, does it, you you think that that adds to the that that adds to the list and legacy of great Disney attractions? Primeval Whirl, also known as Primeval Hurl. I mean, I'm sorry, it's just they've made so many enhance. What, what what did they enhance? Well, apparently it's a apparently deep, not the safety. No, it's not. Well, they talk about how they did all this stuff. They uh, extended the platform and added. Uh, stripes to delineate loading and unloading, and installed sensors and all this blah 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 to make it safer. But yeah, they but say according to the report, the, uh, some of the sensors aren't working. So what the right. hell's the sense of installing them if you're not going to maintain them? So no, you know, look, if I don't know, I mean, I'm not privy to the investigation, but if if that's true and they didn't maintain these things, then and, and a guy lost his life, they're getting off they're getting off yeah. cheap at sixty nine thousand dollars. I agree. And they also have a uh, earlier this year, a woman uh, hit her head, was hit in the head by a ride vehicle. Someone else was pushed off the platform by a ride vehicle. This is a dangerous ride. Yeah. This is just something that. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't just sort of, you know, close it and then just sort of get rid of it instead of trying to update it. All right. And our final news story along the same lines, SeaWorld Orlando fights penalties from the trainer drowned by a killer whale. SeaWorld is appealing a $75,000 fine levied by OSHA as a result of a February 24, 2010 death of trainer Don Branchow, who drowned when the six-ton killer whale Tilikum pulled her underwater by her ponytail. In addition to the fine, OSHA recommended prohibiting trainers from working in the whales, working in the water with the whales without a physical barrier. Violating that order could cost the park $7,000 a day. Legal experts are concerned that the case could dictate whether SeaWorld and uh, and similar entities are able to put trainers in the water with whales. The case also could impact how trainers handle other large animals. Lawyers for the federal government said in opening arguments that SeaWorld animal trainers cannot safely work in close contact with killer whales. Lawyers for SeaWorld defended the company's safety program. Um... SeaWorld says water work is essential to adequately care for the highly social animals. Crap. And the shows are the company's most marketable thrill to vacationers around the world. That's the bottom line. Mm -hmm. There's money to be made by shooting trainers out of the water on the nose of a whale. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. The rest of this is crap, and I'm repulsed by their actions. And let me take that a step further. Um, What repulses me even more by them bringing this to court is that they are now releasing in court 
very graphic videos of what happened that day. Yeah, I that just her heard yesterday oh. that they they, they weren't going to do that. No, Have they the family. That? No, the they family had the family had uh, pressed, had asked for an injunction to prevent it, and the judge turned them down. Oh, oh. changed um, from yesterday. It's awful. And so now they are going to have to relive this. SeaWorld should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. SeaWorld should be ashamed of themselves. You so, don't have to have trainers in the water with these whales. These whales are, are beautiful. They do great stuff. It's cool to see them the way they are. Just leave it be. Whether if, if they're born in captivity, they're out of their natural environment. They're put in a small tank, and now you're putting a human in with an animal that's a wild animal. Yep. I'm sorry. The animal's not at fault. No, the animal's not the at animal fault. The animal wasn't at fault when it ate Roy or whoever it ate, the tiger. It's a wild animal. Mm-hmm. You're doing something that's unnatural. You're now in their environment. I heard something interesting the other day where someone said, look, they have three options here. It's the whale's fault, it's the trainer's fault, or it's SeaWorld's fault. And now SeaWorld is going back and saying, no, it's the trainer's fault. Right, because she had a ponytail. Right, because she was not acting in an appropriate way. They're actually saying now that the... That the footage that's been seen, it has nothing to do with her ponytail. He's got her by the elbow. Yeah. That's what they're saying now. And yeah, it's, just, it's just repulsive that SeaWorld is fighting this. It's repulsive that they feel the only way to market this is to put that, that, a trainer back on the nose. And this is going to happen again. This is gonna, I don't care what their safety program is. You're dealing with a wild animal that's uncontrollable. Oh, I don't need and, to rank. You, sing it, sister. And, <laughs> and, and, and unless you put a sniper in the audience... And when this happens, that you destroy that animal on site, this is going to happen again and again and again. Yeah. And I'm not opposed to the whole zoo aspect of SeaWorld. I, and I'm not getting into the political PETA discussion with anybody. I'm just saying that, you know what? The, what they're doing is repulsive, and they should be ashamed of themselves. I'm sorry. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I got nothing to add to that. He's absolutely right. All right. I make it a habit not to argue with Kevin when he's right. And that'll do it for the news, and I think I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then that will do it for the news. Uh, we took a little break, and Corey and Julie, along with Ferris and Finley, have joined us at the table. So we're going to move on to Rapid Fire. Who wants to go first? I do. I'm calling for a boycott. Oh, no. <laughs> I think we should boycott anything that says Disney Parks on it. It's, it's funny you mention that. It's really funny you mentioned that. I was over in Epcot on Sunday, and I was walking through Mouse Gears. The amount of merchandise I'm seeing that says Walt Disney World is extraordinary. Um, I was stunned. I was stunned to see how much stuff did not say Disney Parks on it. Well, I am basing mine. I haven't been in Epcot since we've been home. I'm basing mine on Disneyland Paris. It was very difficult to find anything of quality that said Disneyland Paris. On You're right. Apparel-wise. Apparel-wise. Yeah, I thought the other stuff was good. Yeah, uh, we had a lot of other stuff that said uh, Disneyland Paris. A lot. I, I found some. I didn't find a lot. But I think we should boycott anything that says Disney Parks on it and tell Disney, we're not buying your generic homogenized crap. People come to Walt Disney World. They don't go to Disney Parks. Correct. I don't want something in Walt Disney World that says Disneyland on it. When I go to Disneyland, I don't want something that says Walt Disney World or Shanghai on it. Oh, why do you buy a souvenir? You buy a souvenir as a, right. to commemorate your and trip. And I think as a group, there's enough of us out there that we could be felt. I think we should boycott anything that says Disney Parks on it. If you're buying generic, cheap Disney Parks crap, you deserve what you get. That's my opinion. And I think we could, should just out now tell them no. 
and I think we should write letters too and tell them why we're not buying their generic crap. I get it's a, a fine, it's cheaper. But who found a Disneyland Paris T-shirt that they really want to wear? Yeah, that was the problem. Is we couldn't, I couldn't find a, a Disneyland Paris. We t-shirt. thought we found one, and then you saw it in. Uh... Right, I, they had this really cool Pirates of the Caribbean one, and I didn't say Disneyland Paris on it, but it just looked really cool, and I'm like, okay, I, I've never seen this. And then when I was in Mouse Gear and up, I was like, oh no, look at that! There's there's the there's that shirt. There's the same shirt I was actually wearing that day. Isn't there someone else that's in charge now of Disney merchandise? Like recently, they were promoted or moved yeah, into that position. Right. So hopefully, you know, there are some changes with that. Hopefully, but that's my boycott. Nothing that says Disney Parks on it. Tell I'm them on board. no. I'm on board. I'm done. All right, excellent, John. What do you have? I have a worse thing in the world, <laughs> and mine <laughs> extends. <laughs> Beyond the theme parks, believe it or not. I have the worst plant in the world. Our neighbor is growing this outside of his house. I'm going to pass this picture around so you can see it. It is this eight-foot stalk with these buds on the end that I'm convinced that when they bloom, it's going to be the faces of the people it ate. <laughs> it is possibly the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Well, you're really reaching for these rapid fires, <laughs> no, aren't you? you? This watches, poor little tree. It's not a tree. It's, it's a, a sentry tree. plant. Um, it's, it's also... What is it? Sentry plant. It's also what you make uh, tequila out of. What do you make tequila out of? What's oh, the, agave. 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 It's an agave. It's ugly. <laughs> we watched it grow... No, no, from, I, it's right out my front door. I don't <laughs> have to see it. We've watched it grow from this little nub to now this... It's eight it feet tall. It started like a little snake plant. It looked like a little... You know, like a little... Yeah, a ground thing. Watch it be beautiful for two days in the spring. No, that's <laughs> pretty much it. Awesome. All of a sudden, it's just like this alien thing. Well, okay, it's Audrey Three. Once it blooms, it dies, so you don't have to worry. Good. It also puts the little like baby plants down at the bottom, so yeah. that the plant c- can go on. Yeah, once I put bleach on it, it's going. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. You need to get yourself in one of those all black like robber suits, and his, in the night, just creep out there and his destroy ninja it. Suit. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Oh my! <laughs> Even in a ninja suit, I think they put. Well, there's a black hole going down the street. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the birth of a star. <laughs> How did this turn on me? <laughs> Make fun of my neighbor's plant. <laughs> Call Stephen Hawking. <laughs> uh, right, we're in a hurry. Come on. All right. Ahead. Thank you, John. Walter. Okay, there's a crane behind Cinderella, Cinderella's castle for the next several weeks to put up the holiday lights. She put on weight. They're lifting her up into the, into <laughs> <No>. the <laughs> turret. The sidewalk's going to be closed on the wishing well side, and the smoking area has been moved to the court, the castle court, to get away from the crane. And do we know if they're lowering the crane the like, during the day Kath- or during the fireworks? I believe Kathy said they are in the afternoon. The smoking section's in the front of the castle? It's right yeah. on the stage. <laughs> we get to have cigarettes while Mickey's dancing around. That's us. where the villain show is. I smoke. think they need to put those glass cases like you had to use in the airport. Okay, how freaky was that? <laughs> I think it's perfect. In uh, in uh, uh, in Charles de Gaulle, they have smoking areas in Charles de Gaulle, which was good for me. But what they were were like these glass crypts <laughs> that were about nine feet by four feet, nine feet long by about four feet wide. And you just like everybody's crammed <laughs> into this thing. I'm like shoehorned into this damn thing with like 40 French people who really and truly, we have to export the concept of bathing to that country. Oh, and no. the, and 
they're, they're in their chain smoking. They smoke better than anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> they have this sort of ennui when they smoke and they shrug. <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Walter. Julie. I'm taking a page out of Kevin and John's book. Mine has nothing to do with Disney unless the sun <laughs> has to do with Disney. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people come down, spend a lot of time in Florida, spend a lot of time in the sun. And a lot of us have age spots or sunspots. Well, Clinique has a product called the Even Better Dark Spot Corrector, and I've been using it for three weeks now. And I've already seen my, my spots that I have go two shades lighter. Yeah, so that does work. I would totally recommend it to everyone. It is worth your money if you like your skin. Okay, yeah. I actually just changed our ball from 75 to 100 in the house, so that's really the only reason you've oh, seen it. Oh, shut up. <laughs> If you're spending so much time in the sun that you're getting spots, no, mine is from. I won't even say. I okay. spent youth. <clears throat> yeah, it's from doing it all my life. It does help though because I've noticed my spots aren't getting any darker. Right, exactly. And they're you know, and, and, and just it includes freckles too. Be sure you use your sunscreen though too, in addition, because you're defeating the purpose if you don't wear sunscreen. Okay, she tells me when mine don't have anything to do with Disney. <laughs> she said up front. I know. She I just want to push it. She had a qualifier. All right, thank you, Julie. Um, I'm just going to list some updates we've added to the site. Um, we added a whole list of spot treatments at Olani, um, including a whole bunch of photo galleries. This Friday, I'll be going to the Halloween Horror Nights press event, so look for more information and photos and stuff on that. And what else do we have? Um, I don't think we're talking about... Mickey's not so scary this week, but we have the the map of all that on the site too. So check it out if you're going and make your plans accordingly. All right, thank you, Corey. Teresa. Well, Corey kind of mentioned mine. Um, Halloween Horror Night starts Friday night for 25 select nights for September and October. Max and I are going tonight to the pre-screaming. So I thought Calvin was supposed to go with you. He was, but he every employee got one ticket to take someone with them and he came home today with another ticket that a friend he works with gave up so he didn't have to go so now Max is going uh. <laughs> so, well he had to be at work at midnight anyway so yeah. it was kind of hard so alright cool thank you Kathy Worling I should have let Walter do this one. grandmother grandmother Kathy <laughs> this is about the um, you can get half price tickets at SeaWorld between now and October 31st and the Halloween spooktacular, spooktacular. even though Walter does it better. Um, it, is, they, it takes place from 12 to 8 p.m., October 1st and 2nd, the 8th and the 9th, the 15th and 16th, 22nd and 23rd, and the 28th through the 30th. So if you want to go and take your kids, um, you get half-price admission with the purchase of a full-paid adult ticket. So additional children receive $10 off their admission. Adult admission is eighty one ninety nine plus tax, and children's half off admission is thirty six ninety nine plus tax with each paid adult ticket. And you can get this. You have to do it. Where was it? Online. You can't do it at the park. That's fine. All right. Thank you very much for that, Kathy. All right. That will do it for rapid fire. That will also do it for this segment. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn links.